What's happening guys? Welcome to another episode of the Get Equipped podcast. The GE podcast hashtag the GE podcast and I'm your host Dr. Kyungu. Thank you for joining me. Today I am alone. It's going to be one of those episodes where I take you through what I prepared for today. I hope you enjoy. Before we get started, make sure you subscribe and you share wherever you're listening from cuz guys, I just want to thank you first of all before I start even, yeah. before I even ask you to subscribe and share. I just want to thank you cuz guys when I released the first episode and I think I expect many people to listen to the Get Equip podcast especially for a first episode. I don't want to give the numbers and all that so cuz I don't think it's important. I'm just so grateful to see people listen from literally all over the world cuz I have friends all over the world basically. I have followers on Twitter who are in Europe, in Canada, in Switzerland. in France France is in Europe Switzerland as well right? <laughs> I should have just said Europe I have look I have friends in like northern America I have people from Canada who listen massively to the podcast which is a, a surprise to me I have people from Pretoria who listen like half of the people who listen were from Pretoria even though I'm from Johannesburg which is shocking you know I have people from Belgium even in Congo I'm from Congo yeah and my family is in Congo and not even a lot of people listen in Congo maybe because it's in English i understand fair enough even in the US man i have people in illinois that listen to it i have people in minnesota i have people in cities that i didn't even know existed <laughs> and they listen to the podcast man like this is this is beyond ridiculous for me so i just want to thank every one of you i didn't even do too much marketing or promotion for the podcast i just tried to like promote it on like instagram on Twitter and on WhatsApp literally that that's all I did and I got like triple the number I expected to get so guys I thank you massively so if you can get the same number for this episode I'll be massively grateful the get equipped podcast so this is your host Doxal Kyungu one more time and welcome wherever you're listening from uh this episode is going to be a little bit shorter than the first one because the first one was an interview and we literally had to talk about all the things that Chris Magoma went through in his journey and guys the feedback i got from you guys was also amazing because Chris Magoma is someone who's so well spoken but you can see how composed he is on the mic for a first interview that was brilliant i couldn't have asked for any better interviewee for a first episode to be honest so without further ado get equipped podcast episode number 2 so this episode is going to be titled empty your glass empty your glass literally empty your glass you have a glass it's full you have to empty it that's what i mean by this episode and uh, i'm going to give you an an introduction which might not at first sound like it related to the title but the more we go into the episode you will understand why i have called my episode empty your glass and why the introduction is related so before we start here this episode is going to be a bit more christiany Is that a word? <laughs> no, 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 no. I think so. Um so I'm going to read a verse. This verse is going to introduce us in the topic of the day, which is empty your glass. I'm going to talk about empty your glass. I'll talk about healing. I'll talk about a few things, okay? So our scriptures of the day is in Ephesians 
Ephesians is a book in the New Testament that was written by the Apostle Paul, amongst many other books that he wrote. Books, yeah, he literally wrote like letters to different churches. Uh, this is the, 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 the Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, the will of God. Okay, this is the, the book he wrote to the church of, I think it's Ephesus. Ephesus? Something like that. I'm not sure. I know it's in French, but l'église de Fès, but in English, uh, maybe pronunciation, but you guys should know better. So we are in the book of Ephesians here, um, chapter 5. There's only six chapters, so it won't be hard for you to find. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 7 to 14. I didn't want to read really, but this scripture aligns so well with the episode that I literally have to read. I, want, I just wanted to give it to you and maybe you can read it in your free time, but I feel like it's necessary for me to read it. It's going to be part of the content as well. So we read uh, Ephesians chapter 5 verse 7. Therefore, do not become partners with them. When Paul says with them, if you have time, you can read from chapter 5 to like uh, Ephesians 5, 1 to 7 for, for you to know who them is, you know, who uh, Paul is referring to. On verse 8, that's where our topic starts, actually. On verse 8, Paul says, uh, for at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. I'm trying to read and be, I'm trying to articulate so you guys, you know, maybe my pronunciation is not that good. So I'm trying to articulate so you guys can understand and maybe like read along if you have your Bible next to you. Verse 9, uh, no, verse 10 now. Um, and try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Verse 11, take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness but instead expose them please highlight this if you're reading from like a handwritten bible from a manuscript bible you can highlight that if it if it's from your phone or from your laptop or from any other device you can also highlight it i don't know how you can just like save it verse 12 for it's shameful even to speak of the things that they do in secret i think this is the most important verse in our scripture today verse 12 i'll read it again for it is shameful 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 even to speak of the things they do in secret 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 verse 13 but when anything is exposed by the light it becomes visible also very important verse 14 uh, for anything that becomes visible is light therefore it says awake O sleeper and rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. Amen. So, uh, today's episode, as I said earlier, empty your glass. Why empty your glass? First of all, I start with my intro. I told you my intro might not be, might not sound related to empty your glass, but as we go, you'll understand what I mean. Where there is no light, darkness can shine. I think you can write this down or maybe like on a status on WhatsApp if you want to. Like right now, if you want to stop the episode and leave, I just want you to remember that where there is no light, darkness can shine. Sounds a bit paradoxical, but then you will get the meaning of what I'm trying to say. So the scripture today, again, Ephesians 5, 7 to 14. Why am I saying where there is no light, darkness can shine? The devil, okay, people don't like when people say the devil, you know, it sounds a bit dramatic, but 
let me even say the enemy. The enemy wants you to keep your sins secret. And I'm saying sins, you know, all your sins. He wants you to accommodate them. He wants you to protect them. Why? Because that way he can operate peaceably. He can operate freely. Why? Because there's no one to pray about your, your, your sin. There's no one to pray against your sin. So the more secret you, you keep your sin, the better it is for the devil. Because there's no one who's fighting him. So he can just peacefully work against you. And then that's why you find people uh, finding excuses for their sins. But don't judge me. Don't do this. Don't do that. But uh, if, you, if you've never sinned, throw the first stone. You know what I mean? Uh, the, and there's a YouTuber. I'm saying YouTuber, but he's actually like a, like a pastor, I think. Uh, his name is, I think is Spencer Smith on YouTube. He's so, so edifying. And this guy just calls out everyone who tries to like uh, bring heresy in the church. But basically, he's got like a slogan and he says, I can do all things through a verse out of context. You know what I mean? And this is so true because a lot of people just throw at you only God can judge me and by the way on Twitter I always say only God can judge me is a phrase of Tupac yeah Tupac Shakur the 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 singer the rapper whatever you want to call him that is his phrase this is not biblical only God can judge me I don't, I don't even know the lyrics I don't know what I'm attempting to sing but the fact of the matter is this is not Jesus Jesus did not say that because people stop at do not judge your neighbor, you know what I mean? Do not judge your, your uh, like the next man. Do not judge your friend. Do not judge your family member. Do not judge people. Why? Because we all sinners, okay? There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with what Tupac said. Only God can judge me. But once you start reading the scriptures, once you go down in the, uh, in the same verse, Jesus talks about false prophets, you know? Jesus talks about how you shouldn't give food of the righteous to the pigs you know so how can you identify that this guy is a righteous person and this guy is a pig how do you identify that this guy is a false prophet and this guy is not do you not judge for you to get there anyway this is a topic for another day this is a debate for another day so uh, spencer smith says if you use a scripture out of context you can bail yourself out of jail anytime you get me so if you don't know your scriptures, if you don't know your Bible, you will get fooled into this euphoria of using scriptures anyhow. So here I want you to be vocal about your sin, to be vocal about what bothers you. Why? Because that's the only way you can expose the devil. Paul says in the Bible, he says, yeah, we just read in the scriptures in Ephesians, people do shameful things. And they accommodate their sin, they don't talk about them, they keep them in darkness, they don't expose them. That's why I'm saying highlight the word expose, highlight the word light, highlight the word uh, darkness. These are key words for our episode today because this is how you make the devil comfortable. I was reading, I think my brother's like handbook and I just read like one paragraph. I, just, I was just like skimming through and I read one paragraph and it says the devil is not omniscient. The devil is not omnipotent. The devil is not omnipresent. So why does he want? He wants you to stay in cycles. He wants you to stay in one place. He wants you to cover your sin. That way he can control you. But if you bring light to your life, to your every, to your day-to-day -day life, you kind of block the devil from operating because he can't be everywhere. And the Bible says he's wandering. 
you know he's wandering around that means he can't be everywhere wandering means you working with no purpose aimlessly you know he's just walking around and whenever he find an opportunity he grabs it you know what i mean but god is everywhere that is the difference the devil can't be everywhere so what he wants to do is he wants to keep you in a place where he can control you you get me remember again where there is no light darkness can shine So why should you empty your glass? Hmm? Why did I use the title empty your glass if I'm talking about darkness and I'm talking about uh, not keeping your sin secret and I'm talking about the devil not being everywhere? So why empty your glass? What is a glass first of all? A glass is a container. The Bible says and it's Paul again who says it. He says your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. In other words, your body is the container of the Holy Spirit. In other words again your body contains the holy spirit so before the holy spirit can sit properly in your heart and start working you need to empty your heart why did i use a glass as a as a description why did i use a glass to describe uh, the heart or to describe your life or to describe the container i chose a glass because let me give you a scenario You have a glass, okay? Let's say you come to my house, there's a glass on the counter. You can see that someone was drinking from that glass. Maybe there's let's say I was drinking some juice. So there's a bit of residue at the bottom of the glass, but it doesn't mean the glass is full, okay? The glass is still technically the glass is empty, but there's a bit of residue inside there. If you want to drink water, what do you do? You have to rinse it out. You're not going to just pour water in a dirty glass where I was drinking juice before. Why? Because the taste is going to be even though diluted, the taste is still going to be juicy a little bit. You know what I mean? It's not going to be water 100%. You get me? So, I want you to empty your glass before you pour in clean water. Same thing. Let's say the glass is half full. If you want to drink, okay, I was drinking juice and there's and the glass is half full and you I want to drink water now. What am I going to do? I'm going to empty the glass before I pour in water. Otherwise, I'm just going to drink some diluted juice with water, which is going to be ridiculous. I'll just waste all the water and the juice. You get me? So, there's a phrase I want to throw at you. Poison is still poison even though you have diluted it. If I tell you this is poison but you should drink it because I put water in it are you going to drink it of course now you're not going to drink it because why even though it's been diluted poison remains poison if it's a poisonous drink it's a poisonous drink you might even go look for another container just because there was poison in there even if I wash it you won't be, you won't trust me you understand so I want us to have the same attitude your heart belongs to Jesus your heart belongs to God Are you going to put God in a place where there's hate? I don't think so. The same way you don't want to pour water in a glass where there's juice is the same way I don't want you to put Jesus in that same heart where there's so much hate, where there's so much envy, where there's so much hatred, where there's so much I don't even know what word to to bring it again. Where there's so much sin, where there's there's so much I don't know, like everything you do in your life at the moment does not reflect God. However, you want to put God in the same place. Jesus says you cannot serve two masters. For you end up neglecting one and loving the other one, or vice versa. You get me? So, I want you to empty your glass before you pour in a new drink. Before you pour in a new liquid. 
And this is what people do a lot. This is where we fail a lot because, and then we start blaming God. God, my life doesn't taste like water. Even though the pastor told me, as soon as I come to Christ, my life will taste like water. Yes, it doesn't taste like water because there's still juice in that glass. It's not the pastor's fault. It's not the church's fault. It's not the Bible's fault. It's not my my podcast's fault. I'm bringing you good content, but where is that content going? And this is this this was me. This was my case for so many years where I felt like what I was doing wasn't working. I'm like, is this religion thing really for me? Because it's not happening for me, man. My faith is not increasing, man. Why? Because I want to heal in the same place where I'm being hurt. Because I want to pour in water even though there's a lot of juice in the glass. I want to become a kind person, but at the same time there's so much hate in my heart. It's not going to work. And the Bible says bad companies corrupt good morals. It doesn't go the other way around. It's it's so rare to find good morals that would quote-unquote corrupt bad morals. Or change, let me not use the word corrupt, change bad morals into good. It's so rare. Why? Because when you take a rotten tomato and you put it in a basket with nice tomatoes, what's going to happen? Eventually, all the tomatoes will be rotten. Why? Because of that same one. Because of that single rotten tomato. Is it tomato or tomato? I think it's tomato, yeah? Potato, tomato. It's tomato. (laughs) So I just want you to understand what I'm trying to say. I just want to dwell on this point a little bit more. I want you to understand that you can't fill, you can't pour water in a dirty glass. I'll give you another scenario. I come to your house. You were drinking water from a glass, okay? You were drinking water. I'm not saying juice this time around. I'm saying water. You were drinking water from a glass and you left it on the table. So I come to your house and I want water. What are you going to do? Are you going to give me water from the glass you were drinking from? Of course not. That's not hygienic. You, you most likely will clean that glass or you will give me a clean glass, yeah? So that I can pour my water in there. I don't know if this is confusing, but I really hope that my scenario are so basic and understandable. It's the same thing. We want to change. We want to bring love in our lives. We want to bring peace in our lives. We want to bring kindness in our lives. But at the same time, there's so much hate. There's so much envy. There's so much jealousy. There's so much remorse. You don't want to let go of your past. You still want to be there and here. You can't be at two places at the same time. You can't serve two masters at the same time. That's what I'm saying. You need to empty your glass. You need to empty your glass. Before you pour something different in your glass, you need to make sure the glass is clean. Before you bring love in your life, you need to make sure hate is not part of your life anymore. Before you bring worship in your life, you need to make sure that the old idols are not part of of your life anymore. Before you start worshiping God, you need to make sure you don't worship women anymore. You need to make sure you don't worship relationships anymore. You need to make sure you don't worship money anymore. Otherwise, you will love one and you will forsake the other one. And in most cases, you end up forsaking God because you want to worship money. You want to worship women. You want to worship lifestyle. You want to worship your car. And somebody who literally emptied his glass to the fullest is Abraham in his faith. Abraham is someone whose faith was beyond ridiculous. Abraham was part of a family that was wealthy. His father had so many riches, even himself, Abraham. But God told him, Abraham, leave your house and go. But I'm not going to tell you where you're going. Just leave first. 
I'll tell you where to go. What type of faith is that, man? Like that when I read that scripture, I'm just like this is so so deep. Another example of Abraham's faith. Abraham is somebody we all know the story. He did not have a child until he was 100 years old. And as soon as he has a child, God tells him, "Take your child and go kill him." God didn't even say, "Take your child and throw him um in the river." Or maybe like, I don't know, like um choke him or <laughs> or shoot him with a gun back then. No, probably not. But God told him, "Take this this Yo guys, thank you for listening to the part 1 of Empty Your Glass. Uh there's there'll be a part 2 coming very soon, probably in the next 2 days, Sunday or Monday, I'll see. I just don't want to overshadow this one and I don't want to make it too long. Then it's, you know, it's harder to consume as a content. Even when I listen to podcasts, sometimes I'm just like, "Oh, this is way too long. You could have made two parts." So, I don't want to be that person, you know what I mean? So, for the pleasure of the listener, I would like to make it a bit shorter so less than 25 minutes is good for a solo episode. That's why I want to make it two parts because there's important things I want to talk about. I want to talk about uh, from a thought to an action. I want to talk about how your character will shift, how your personality will shift because of seeing. I also want to touch on how you can heal in the place where you were hurt. And this is one thing that happened to me in my youth because I was trying to fix things in the exact same place that my things quote unquote were getting damaged. and that was making my healing uh, take way longer so i'm i'm actually glad that i'm someone who can bring this type of content to you guys because when i was going through it there was no one who could literally help hold my hand and help me walk through it so guys i want to thank you one more time because the love i received for the first episode it was amazing okay i want to thank chris magoma one more time because he kicked off everything you know what i mean he will forever be that first guest who took me out of my comfort zone and also he also pushed me to release the episode you know he made me he made me feel very comfortable i want to thank people like aveki sula my guy he's always there bro this guy always there telling you the right things gassing me you know making me feel like i'm the real deal you know what i mean so i want to thank people like that because they always pushing me to do better and to be, just be out there and do your thing you know what i'm saying so i want to thank those two guys cuz first episode massively appreciate your support and all that I'd like to thank Bella Teho because Bella is the one who is behind the voice though the the the, the lady's voice who says you're listening to the Ghetto Kid podcast with your host Dr. Kung. I didn't want to do it because you know my voice wasn't going to work for that. The Get Equipped podcast. So I want to thank her as well because at first she was self-conscious about all those things that it worked out. I like it. It's catchy. By the time we reach 100 episodes a lot of people will like the voice actually, you know. I want to thank my friend Darrell, always there, man. Jonathan, those, you know what I mean? Let me let me not say a lot, you know what I'm saying? You know yourselves. There's a lot of names I don't want to mention. I don't want to mention my baby girl as well. The support is crazy. My parents, my sister, my sister is actually my brother-in-law. Like there's a lot of people who are just backing me. Even on social media, I have Twitter. I don't even know those guys in real life, but they just gas me, you know what I'm saying? So, guys, God bless you massively, and I want you to know that I'll never give up. I want to do podcasting and trust me. We here. We here to stay, okay? But yeah, that's it guys. Uh as you all say, please don't forget to share and subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. You know how it goes. Don't forget to drink your water. Don't forget to pray. And until next time, take care.